Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and today I'd like to talk to you about sales. That is the sales cycle to be more precise. So we're sticking to the sales series because uh, let's face it, you can do all the marketing in the world, have amazing talent on board and have the right products and services to offer. However, if you're not capable to onboard relevant and high quality leads, and more importantly, turn those leads into customers, paying customers, and keep them increase customer lifetime value. You're just wasting your time. And that's not what I call a business. So today I'd like to share with you a simple sales cycle um, that is based off of five steps. So we're not complicated in the whole thing whatsoever, keeping it as simple as possible because basically it all comes down to increasing those two inches at the top of your balance sheet, which is your income. Unlike your accountant, I will not tell you that you can grow your business by reducing the expenses. That's not how this works. Um, You got to increase your income, which means you got to make more sales. So before we get started, I want to point out the following. This is the podcast that is linked to the blog posts that are right on uh, strengthandbusiness.com forward slash blog. So uh, if you're looking for the written format and want to have that as well, you want to print it out, uh, make a PDF out of it, just hop onto strengthandbusiness.com forward slash blog and then look for five uh, steps of a simple sales cycle and then you have it. Um, Other than that, um, I'm getting into the audio version and um, I'm just, um, I will talk to you about sales and I will share with you these uh, five steps. So let's get started. The sales cycle is probably the most important part of the business cycle. You can be a master in lead generation. However, if you don't turn those leads into paying customers, you might as well call it a hobby instead of a business. If you look up the web, you'll find all kinds of business and sales cycles. Some of them will be very theoretical. Others will have a long list of steps to follow and implement, whereas others will cause you to procrastinate by simply looking at them. Today, I'd like to share with you a simple sales cycle that you can put into practice right away to increase your top line. This is not a fancy sales cycle that will get your head spinning, nor is it sophisticated. It's an actionable step-by-step process that encompasses the main building blocks of a successful deal. And here's step number one, leads. Keep it simple, right? Leads. So the first step in the sales cycle is to get a lead. So how can you onboard leads? If you're old school, then you're probably run ads on TV and or radio, magazines, okay, Uh, newspaper ads. 
If you're in new school, you'll do Google AdWords, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, or other XYZ ads, along with some organic strategies such as email opt-ins, for example. And obviously, you can also combine the two and go for a mix of new school and old school. Now, the most important step at this moment is to get relevant and quality leads, as this will make it a lot easier going forward. You can do this by, so, so for example, if you're, if you're new school, you can do this by targeting web visitors, building so-called custom audiences and lookalike audiences, and running ads to a group of people who have similar and who share similar interests. This implies you harnessing the power of all the different targeting options that are made available by the social networks mentioned above. So I mentioned Facebook, I mentioned LinkedIn. If you have millennials, um, check out Snapchat's um, ad product, obviously Instagram ads uh, that goes uh, hand in hand with uh, Facebook. Now, before we move to step number two, I'd like to point out the following. Unfortunately, most companies, and that applies to both corporations and small businesses, they fail because they stop after this step okay so they onboarded leads and they're like okay well done so they pour a ton of money into advertising to get all these leads yet they don't convert them into customers a big mistakes and um, i keep seeing this over and over again one last note every now and then you'll be able to bypass all the upcoming steps by literally meeting somebody at a conference, for example, a quote-unquote stranger, and uh, converting that person into a customer right there on the spot. It happens rarely, but it's possible. Now, if you have the right person in front of you, say it's a decision maker, and you have the right product or right service for that uh, person, if the timing is right and he has the time to listen to you and everything just fits, you'll be able to close a deal. And it doesn't matter how big the deal is. You can close seven figures, six figures, whatever figure it is, you can close it if all these things match. So you don't have to go through a list like, okay, so you're my lead and here comes step number two and here comes step number three. No, if everything falls into place, you close right there. This is not theory. This is not about having a script. This is literally common sense, right? Okay, so let's say, um, let's let's stick to, to our simple sales cycle and um, you don't have the decision maker or you don't have the right product at the right time, but you need to go to step number two, which would be qualify as in, um, find out what the problem is. So qualify. So once you have a lead, you'll need to grab the attention, AKA interest of that lead before you can move him or her into the qualifying stage. So as you can see, I bypassed this, um, step as in getting attention. And I did this on purpose. And the reason why I did so is due to all the resources that you can find online, or you can find on my strength and business blog, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can go back to several podcasts where I talk about, and I mentioned different sales and marketing strategies to win the battle for attention. So I'm not going into that. That's why I went straight for step number one, which is um, 
lead to step number two, which is qualification. So qualify. So therefore, next step is qualifying the lead. This requires you to call the lead, write an email or meet up in order to find out uh, the kind of problems that they have. You need to know what frustrates and keeps them awake at night. You need to find out why they left their previous supplier, for example, and what it is exactly that they're looking for now. Okay, so I'm giving you a few examples here. Once you know and understand the problems and challenges your lead faces, you can move them on to step number three, right? This is where, and, and, and step number three, I will share with you right away, which is the proposal. So basically the solution that is compatible to the problem that they have. Now, this is where you'll understand. So in step number two, which is the qualification, this is where you'll understand why it's important to build a list of quality and highly relevant leads. Because if you don't have problems, if these leads don't have problems that you can solve, you've got the wrong leads. So I've seen so many people with lists, a ton of leads um, who are not relevant and um, to the business and you cannot provide them or the business per se cannot solve their problems. And if you have a list like that, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to acquire a new skill just to provide them with uh, something um, that they want? You can do that. Um, however, it's, it's just a pain in the butt. Okay, so you'd rather from the get qualify and get quality and highly relevant leads that you can qualify and then present them with a special offer. So step number three after the qualifying stage is the proposal, which means the solution. So now it's time to bring the best out of you and present your bouquet, as I like to call it, of solutions. Sometimes you'll be able to provide the same set of solutions to a group of people, which is fine. Whereas other times you'll be well advised to personalize your offer and add an exclusive touch. Now, if you're working with high paying customers, if you're working with niche customers, you will have to add personalization, whether that's marketing or personalization in terms of selling, you will have to add that thing um, to uh, your proposal, to your products and services in over in, in your order to close the deal. Now, the more you know about your leads, the better you can prepare your proposal. Don't be afraid to tweak and adjust if necessary, especially, as I already mentioned, especially if you're selling high ticket products and services. Add bonuses, do cross-sales, and don't shy away from introducing your upsells too. It's never too early in the process, right? But you have, you gotta build that intuition. You gotta have that intuition. You gotta start um, qualifying your leads, speaking to a lot of people to find out what it is that frustrates them, that keeps them awake at night so that you're able to match that and provide them with the products and services that you have. Step number four, the close, right? Um, I'm not going to overcomplicate this step. This is where you close the deal and convert the quality lead into a customer's. In case you can't close the deal, you move on to step number five and follow up until you close, right? And there you go. Step number five, 
follow-up. A super, super important step because a lot of companies, they're like, okay, I converted this lead and now uh, he paid for a product and then goodbye. No, that's not what you do. Even if you have a customers, you got to follow up. So uh, again, as I said, you close the deal, you convert it into a customer and instead of letting them off the hook for good, this is where your follow-up system comes into play. And um, I said system because you got to have a system in place. And if you have a sales team, you better have a follow-up system in place that your entire team follows. Highly, highly important. Now, ask your customers what they think about your products and services. If they have additional requests or questions, make sure you answer these promptly and properly. Now, obviously, you can use this step as an ongoing circle by following up on a regular basis, thus giving the customer the opportunity to take you up on additional or further offers. Your customer gets more of what he or she wants and needs, and you increase their lifetime value and loyalty, which is very important. It's a win-win, right? The more you know about the customers, they will give you valuable feedback uh, about your products and services. You'll be able to tweak them. You'll be able to add to your current portfolio of products and services that you offer and then obviously upsell to these same uh, customers. And in case you didn't uh, manage to go to close, put them into a follow-up system and um, follow up as much as possible until you close them. Okay. So before we wrap it up, here are the five steps. So step number one was the lead. So get the lead, uh, whether you use traditional media or new media, or you combine them, doesn't matter. However, make sure that the leads that uh, you're getting are high quality and relevant to your business. Step number two, you qualify them. So you find out what, the, what type of problems they have, what keeps them up at night. Again, here's why it's important to have the right leads. Cause otherwise if you qualify them and you you find out, okay, they have problems I can't solve, you have the wrong leads on the list. Step number three, proposal. So you match their problems to your portfolio and you come up with products and services to offer them. Step number four, you close them. Um, once you've closed them, step number five, you put them into a follow-up system. In case you weren't able to close them, you put them into a follow-up system until you close them. You see, you do not need to overcomplicate your sales cycle. I don't care about all the information that is out there. It's not about overcomplicating and making the whole thing super sophisticated. And it's not about having uh, tens of scripts. And okay, so this is step number one and step number two. Uh, as I already mentioned, if you have the right person at the right time and you have the right portfolio, you close them. Okay. Even if they're a stranger, and you're just talking to them for 10 minutes, you close them right there. Okay. And again, in business, it all comes down to sales. It's about putting all your attention and focus into those two inches at the top of your balance sheet, your top line. If your top line increases, you can hire more people. You can buy better tools. You can create additional products and services and upgrade your systems. In return, this will enable you to scale the business faster and reach your goals in a shorter period of time. 
time. Yes, I'm not on the page with the accountants who say, here's how you grow your business. You just uh, lower your expenses. That's not how you scale a business. You got to increase your income. You got to focus on those two inches that I was already said off the balance sheet. And this happens by you increasing sales. And again, when you have money, Make sure you reinvest into the business. Go on, don't go out and party with it. I mean, you can take a part of it and party with it. However, make sure you reinvest into the business uh, because this is how you gain market share and decrease the odds of going out of business, especially if you have employees. I mean, make sure you have a nice cushion uh, there uh, when uh, things get uh, shaky. Okay, so selling is fun. It is an interaction between people who want to exchange something because you never sell to a no-name corporation. There's always a person. Even if you sell to big companies, it's not the company you sell to, it's the person behind the company. It's somebody you talk to um, that you're selling something. So uh, yes, sometimes it's a plain and simple transaction. Other times, it's a dance. You gotta dance, baby. <laughs> Selling, guys, doesn't have to be hard. It's up to you to overcomplicate the entire process by disregarding the basics, which are selling to the wrong people or selling the unsellable. Let me repeat this because it's so important. Number one, make sure, make sure you're not disregarding the following two basics selling to the wrong people. Number two, selling the unsellable. Stick to the fundamentals. Keep it simple and straightforward. Increase your sales, scale your business, and make it a win-win for you and the customers that you have. What about you? What does your sales cycle look like? Do you mix hard and soft selling or do you prefer to stick one, to stick to one over the other? And why so? Let me know. Send me a tweet at Chris Rock and let me know what your sales cycle looks like. And also feel free to DM me also at Chris Rock on Twitter if you have any questions regarding your sales process. As always, I like to end the, my sessions uh, with a quote. So this time uh, for today's episode, I picked a sales quote, obviously. And it is by the uh, founder of the Estee Lauder companies in New York. Her name is Estee Lauder. She's an American, which the company now uh, is an America, American manufacturer and marketer of prestige skincare, makeup, fragrances and hair care products. Yes, they're based in New York City. And we're talking here about a 11 billion, more than $11 billion company with uh, brands uh, such as, for example, Clinique or MAC Cosmetics. They also have Michael Kors or Tommy Hilfiger, Tom Ford Beauty, DKNY, Donna Karen, just to mention some of the cosmetics and the lines that they have. Now, back to the quote by Estelle Lauder, because if there's somebody who knows how to sell, well, obviously she is one of those uh, people. And here's what she says. I have never worked a day in my life without selling. If I believe in something, I sell it and I sell it hard. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing. And remember to always play to your strengths. 
Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. 